Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first night of the basically all week from this Monday till Halloween special. Uh, tonight we have our first film. And for that, we had to get three because of this Halloween three season of the witch. And like Joe Bob, we don't disappoint. We were talking about it before the show. Good God, the amount of people who were pissed off that he didn't show it after all the showings of the pumpkin. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see the episode, but I read about it. How, like, so many people were pissed off that Joe Bob showed Hack-A-Lantern instead of Halloween 3. What would you rather see? A movie with very little kills and bare-ass naked porn stars or Halloween 3, which we were going to watch tonight? Not that hard of a choice for me. (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say, Gore? No, I was going to say, I love Halloween 3, but I love Hack-O-Lantern, though. <laughs> I saw that once. I don't remember it. <laughs> I have to rewatch it. I saw it a you couple years ago. You don't remember girl was shaved? Uh, one the, yeah, you don't remember one of the first mainstream slashers with a girl with full frontal nudity and a shaved uh, kitty? No, (laughs) because I've seen so much of that. (laughs) I mean, what's that one? Splatter of the Architects of Horror. I mean, you had a full frontal nude woman with a shaved uh, vajayjay uh, fucking uh, a mutant to death. So, (laughs) Yeah. And before we get into this movie, we got to bring up another film which pretty much came out close to this, and that's Halloween at Friday the 13th Part 5, which also caused an amazing amount of shit for the same reason this one caught. An amazing amount of shit. (laughs) Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. But I mean, again, like Halloween 3, as years went on, it became another cult film for fans. So, you know, <laughs> time time showed, you know, the, the cream of the crop rose to the top, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When I, when and, I was, plus, well, and plus, wait, wait, we got on. to the point where, like, yeah, we got to the point, what do you want to see? A non-Michael Myers good horror film? Or Buster Rhymes kicking Michael Myers in the face going, trick or treat, motherfucker? <laughs> he told me. Yeah, what were you gonna say, Gore? <laughs> no, I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't like this movie because uh, Michael Myers wasn't in it, and I gotta admit, like, I didn't either. But I was twelve when I saw it the first time. <clears throat> yeah, and I was talking to Steve about this that um, this movie suffered from the title. If they would have just called yeah. it "Season of the Witch" or something else, it would have been instantly received. But because they called it Halloween 3, everyone was expecting, ooh, Michael Myers is back. 
So that was the big letdown. Yeah, but when I saw it, had later, like I was two like, titles was before they settled on this one. The first one <clears> was <throat> the Halloween Three, which we'll really get into what the Halloween Three was, which should be fucking obvious when the move during the movie. And then it became Season of the Witch, and then they were like, "But how are we going to sell this as a Halloween sequel?" Well, I mean, um, so they pretty much, yeah, pretty much after uh, they made the movie, it was mostly Universal wanted to not support the film at all, mostly because of the ending. They were like, the ending's too dark, it's too grim. Make it, give it a positive ending. And when Wallace, the director, said no, leave the ending as is, Universal dismissed it, washed their hands of it, and said, fine, it's on you. We're not going to fucking put any more money towards marketing or anything. So the movie pretty much got abandoned by the studio before it even came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Gore has Universal DVD. And what are you going to be watching? I'm going to be watching the Shout Factory Blu-ray. I got the Shout Factory as well. No differences. Yeah. I've got it on the main menu. What about you guys? I have it on play. It's yeah, I'm on the main menu. Say, yeah, when I when I push play, it's going okay. to say rated R, whatever for for ten seconds, then the Universal stuff will pop up, and then it'll play. Okay, it will here too. Well, we could use the extra ten seconds or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. get your copies ready, and it's funny. Joe Bob, if you look at any of the teasers for, he never did promise this. But a lot of people wanted to see it. And back in 86, this was one of the first Halloween movie 3s I ever seen because it was one of the ones that no one ever rented. And before we start the movie, this is the last thing I got to say. Why did this movie rise above it? Because Tom fucking Atkins is your god. (laughs) The pimp, the legend. (laughs) Yeah. And get ready to push play. Well, you go ahead, Gore. And we'll push it in five. um, Five. Four, three, two, one, go. Push play. Okay. All right. The Halloween 3, this is Nigel King, which was the same guy who created the Quartermass movie. And the Halloween 3 was the mass. The mass were supposed to be the center of the movie. Yeah, it was uh, Nigel Neal, yeah. He did a lot of Hammer film work. He was a writer. And that was actually, he was suggested as a writer by Joe Dante, which is great. That's a little fact I learned today, looking up some things. And, you know, because everyone knows who uh, Joe Dante is, you know, the howling. I mean, yeah, and all that. So, you know, I thought that was a little fun fact. What were you going to say, Gore? 
I was going to say, but my universal was still popping up. I didn't know what, what screen you guys were on. Uh, right now, uh, ours, ours is already playing. We're in the credits. Yeah. Right now, at... it's just showing the pixel art computer. Yes, this is what we consider cool, cutting-edge computer artwork back in 19... <laughs> mid-80s. It blew us yeah. away. We were like, whoa. Hey, man, arcades ruled back then. But, (laughs) yeah, the main idea of this was to be an anthology series. The first two films, the first story would be uh, Michael Myers, The Boogeyman Comes Home. Yeah, they were going to do one a year. That that was the plan. They were going to do a different Halloween-themed film every year until this one tanked. So, which it did horribly. Like I think it was made for like two point five million, and it only made fourteen point four million in total. So I mean, yeah, they made their money back. You know, they didn't lose money like some films. Like it's not like they said, "Hey, we're gonna make a movie. We're gonna put fourteen million dollars into it." Oh shit, we made two million back. So they did make their money back. So you know, but it just didn't make a huge profit for them. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Do, 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 do. London Bridge is falling down. Oh, oh wait, wrong song. <laughs> and we That's already based got the on. flashing screen there. Yeah, which I have a friend of mine who has a a syndrome that anytime anything flashes, he he um has a seizure, so he can't watch this movie. And what's funny is another reason they're pissed off is this is a sci-fi horror slash action film. Yeah, no, I mean, that was, yeah, a lot of people, it was like, they were like, oh, what the fuck am I watching? It's supposed to be Halloween. It's got like androids and and like masks, and it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Masks and this goofy guy running with a mask, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, if if, if, if this if people had their way, he'd be running from Michael Myers right now. Yeah. Well, they fought to the get Michael Myers in the movie. It's like, can we have Michael Myers in the paper? No. Can't we have Michael Myers yeah. on a TV screen? No. Can't we have a trick or treaters wearing? Fuck. You no. Well, Michael is in the movie in a small little, you know, piece where he's walking down the stairs on a TV screen at a bar. <laughs> yeah, that's a little nod. Like, see, he is in it. Yeah, thought that was cute. But when when you saw that, it's just like, all right, is Michael in the movie? No. What the fuck? <laughs> Hey, it looks like where I work. In these, in these three masks here, one of them, the skull, was created by Don Post, especially for this movie. The other one were standard generic Don Post masks. Well, he actually and created both of the witch and the skull, and the pumpkin was created later for the film. 
I used to collect on post masks. No. The problem was that if you, after yeah. you own them for the a witch, few years, uh, they start to the rot away. The original witch came out in 1975, except that the original version of the witch was a paint-your-own mask. Yeah, how cool was that? Yeah. Uh, every yeah, time I see these guys, I think of the old... Every time I see one of these, like, hitmen, I always think of the IRS uh, logo for the the record label, IRS. They look like those, like, oh, generic yeah. white guys <laughs> yeah. in the suit. You will buy yeah, REM records, you motherfucker. You will buy <laughs> REM records. What were you saying, Gore? No, I was, just, I was just saying I think of the same thing, the IRS records label uh, logo. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. And I love how expressionless the killers are. I mean, even before you knew they were robots. Toys. Yeah, like, before they're androids. The <laughs> yeah. Except nowadays they probably would make them CGI and just bleh, bleh, bleh. Yeah, they would have added a bunch of sparks. Yeah, they would add a bunch of sparks. There's no surprises in a lot of movies now. You know, you don't get the sleepaway camp ending anymore. Yeah. One hour later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they tried to do that because that was in the original Halloween. There was always that little thing on the bottom telling you where you are, what time it is. You know, did he shake his dick? Oh, look, in search of. <laughs> Are you sure this is a yeah, final sure tap? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I love that about the oh, old yeah. uh, episodes in search of. In search of used to tell you all the weird mystical things around the world, and Bigfoot would always walk through it. <clears throat> Who is this actor? He looks like he should be on stage singing know. like a scat song. London Bridge is falling down. In the first five minutes, they have just told you everything you need to know about the ending, but you don't realize it. Yeah, no, they set it all up nicely. See, they just called them that. The Halloween 3. That's the one thing people say about this song. It's It's one of the most catchy Halloween songs anybody's ever heard. Yeah. And they and they literally stole well because it was um because it was um no copyright on it it's it's literally London Bridge is falling down yeah the children's song I, I know so it's just yeah London Bridge is falling down with just a little which is actually sung by the director Wallace they took they took a tape and they slowed it down he sang it real slow then they sped it up like the Chipmunks so it's actually the director singing. <laughs> And every time you hear the announcer oh, on the TV, really? that's also the director. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I love looking up yeah, the audio files on these things. This and being confused, I'm like, this isn't a slasher movie? And <laughs> not giving a shit. Yeah. Well, Wallace oh, said he didn't want a nice film. You... He wanted a pod people film. He based a lot of this on Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the look and the and the mood of it. 
So, and it definitely yeah. has that. It's more of a mystery sci-fi, as we were saying before. You know, yeah. he didn't want a hack and slash film, which is a, why another reason people were pissed about this. They were looking for another slash film, and here he is, the legend, the man, the the fucking pimp, <laughs> the beer drinker, Tom Atkins. Oh, his fucking children! Yeah, they're all excited until he gives them the Halloween mask. And they're like, "Fuck you, Dad! These suck." <laughs> There's Wallace's wife. We would never Loomis. say that. We get ass. <laughs> There's Nancy uh, Loomis. Okay, yeah, Andy they from do Halloween. suck. Do me or his wife a bitch. Well, she was, yeah, they're supposed to be, they never stayed in the film, but they're actually divorced. So Yeah, they say that in the book. Yeah, yeah, it's in the book, but it's never in the film. A lot of people think he's cheating on her, but he's actually not. They're divorced. They have a horrible yeah. relationship. He's kind of like the, the missing dad, you know, that only shows up once in a while yeah. to say hi to if the kids. you, uh, uh. Find the book, and the book will cost you 60 bucks nowadays. It has a lot of fucking details that they, uh, Universal considered superlative and made them cut out of the script. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the books like are, the and they always did book ad- adaptations of these films. They did it for the Halloween films and so on. John Carpenter, John Carpenter got a lot of love in the uh, written word and they always had like different things that they would add in the books that weren't on the screen. And if you've gotten if you've gotten the red book to Halloween, the original one, the whole druid cult in this movie is this is their second plan. Their first plan involved Michael Myers, but it never got started. Right. And they kinda continued it in um what, the uh, Halloween six or curse of the, yeah, the, the Halloween six 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 as I like to call it. It, it. it ended in part five and then like it continued in six. I like this guy. He's just like I'm out of here. Fuck you all. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm getting out of this movie. My ass gets killed. <laughs> He's like I've seen enough horror movies. I know my black ass is gonna die soon. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people make that smart decision. He's like, nope, sorry, no, not me. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Gore. In the, the, the novel, it explains that the reason he got divorced is that he was pulling too many 24-hour shifts. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, Tom Atkins moment when he smacks her on the ass. Bam! <laughs> He's pimping. <laughs> yeah. well, you know why he, he, he gets away with it? Because it's Tom fucking Atkins. <laughs> yeah. uh, how did that come about? I guess because of this film and um, The Fog, right? Because in The Fog, he's like, oh, hi, I'm Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, let's fuck. You know? <laughs> and and <laughs> don't forget Night of the Creeps. That's right. Yeah, Night of the Creeps, which I still got to get. I got to get the Shout yeah. Factory one. <laughs> Real me. He's a, yeah, he's been pimping since pimping since pimping. <laughs> One thing I gotta say about this, pl- Dean issue of Playboy at the hospital. That was an issue of fucking Playboy. He has Playboy at the hospital. 
Well, he couldn't get laid with that nurse, so you know. <laughs> Let's beat those more rub one out before the action starts. Bored with her. Yeah. But Dean Cundy's uh, filming of this, like it's shot beautifully. Like it's 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 very creepy without it doing anything. You know his angles yeah. and everything. Uh, you're I a filmmaker, Gore. Like, can you get that to that? But... Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the atmosphere. Yeah, I Wallace, but oh. really, he doesn't have any fingerprints in this movie. I know a lot of people that were shocked that John Carpenter didn't direct this movie. If you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it's a total like looks like John Carpenter film. But you were saying, Gore, yeah. like you're a filmmaker, yeah. so you could contest to the uh, filming of this. Oh yeah, like you said, it's like yeah, there's there's a creepy atmosphere even when there's not much going on yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so any film students right out there? there? <laughs> he gets yeah. that, that fist and then. And then he does the three. You think he's going to smash it right through the skull? (laughs) Oh, just pulls the fucking nose bone right out, like right through to the surface of the skin. Pretty goreless, though. Oh, and if you buy the Don Post mask nowadays, of that of those three, they have buttons on the back, and it's the oh, they have the silver shamrock, shamrock. Yeah. And if you take the buttons off, and this was found by a fan about four or five years ago when uh, one of the buttons actually accidentally fell off his mask, there is a working (laughs) chip (laughs) in them. No way. (laughs) Yeah. They really have working chips. I got to, can you still get those masks? I got to get one just to rip the tag off. Yeah, that, of course they got to keep. Of course, that's one of Don Post's best-selling three masks. Oh, I got to get one just to pull the button off so I can see the um, <laughs> the the chip. Like, what does it do? Does it have any function, or is it just like a dead chip? It just lights up. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. I definitely need to get one. And it's funny, like in screaming this. They picked the three most generic masks, like, uh, those were the three most generic masks that Don Post had. Yeah. Like, uh, the screen mask came from a painted generic mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, the the, the ghost face. Yeah, that used to be, like, the, the cheapo mask you could find at a dollar store back in the day. Then Scream came out, and it was like, oh, wow, we could sell these for 40 bucks now. As a no-budget filmmaker, you got to express love if you're like, "How we gonna do with this killer? Let's get this cheap generic mask." All right. Yeah. <laughs> right, Gore. Oh, what was the other movie? <laughs> yeah, my yeah, my fiance when she was a killer in in two of my shorts, uh, I, I her mask I got from Spirit Halloween, and a lot of my blood in there, and a lot of props too. Nice. I made a short years ago, and that was the same thing. It's just like you wait till Halloween, you get a bunch of cheap shit, and then, hey, I'm supplied for my movie. But I love it. I go, I go to Party City. I'm like, I, thought, I, I, I needed props for this short, and they had everything. I, I just went in there winging it. Like, 
they probably won't have half the stuff I need. And they had everything. I was like, good. Uh, there you go. Back in you the day, um, you'd either. have. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say you can't beat those prices either. It was way cheaper than I thought it was gonna be too. I was like, perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, back in the um eighties, there used to be a company called Stage Door, and you can order a catalog for like a dollar through from, through Fangoria, and they just had page after page of like liquid latex, chrome latex, mass props. You know, I remember um there was a VHS copy of uh the. The um dead uh what was it uh the alien dead, and the cover of it oh, was nice. literally um stage door corpse props that they just put on the cover. <laughs> so yeah, they were a big company, and then they went to funk. They were from Florida too. Yeah. So I used to it get a lot of my um, supplies from them. Is, uh, someone put up a uh, page of the Don Post uh, ad with those masks in it back from the eighties. Uh, there you go. And it was like deluxe versions, eighteen bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were cheap. Like before this movie came out, it, it was like you could just find those Don Post masks like for fucking dirt prices. But then again, it was the eighties, so eighteen now bucks was probably like equ- equivalent to like forty dollars now. Yeah, and nowadays there's people that collect those Don Post masks. There was a show with Steve Funk now called The Toy Hunter. He had he found the skull from an original one from Don Post's first run back in the late sixties. Wow! And he I'm was looking at it like, it's oh, alive. no one would buy. It. Yeah, and he's like, oh, no one would buy this. Who cares about a mask? I'm like, do you know how much a Don yeah. Post? Even the ugliest Don Post mask goes for. Yeah. Oh, Tom Atkins sees new tail to hit. <laughs> donut, 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 donut. <laughs> yeah. How did that become though? Even like, in the like commentary on here that he's on, he says, "Why do you have to screw every woman in the movie?" And he goes. Cause I'm me. <laughs> well, no here they even um. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't think anyone's done a cheap shot on video knockoff of this. I think I should look into trying that. Ooh, yeah. You definitely should do that. That's fucking cool. Yeah, I don't think anybody's tried to follow this one up. There's like a million yeah, Michael Myers know. ones, but. Yeah, but yeah, anything with Michael Myers is like a billion knockoffs to that, but not, not for this one. Not good. That's one. a cool idea. Oh, by the way, they also lead that um, Tom Atkins is fucking the corner here too. Like seriously, he's he's hit everything. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked every woman in the hospital since the divorce. <laughs> they even have a line in the book, and. Mm. Uh, and I think a security guard asked me, he says, has you fucked every woman that works here? And he says, since my divorce. <laughs> hey, I can play the piano like that. There you go. Has anybody uh, ever watched uh, Sean Clark's uh, uh, Horrors Hollow Grounds? He actually goes to this no. bar and has a drink and does the whole, oh, you haven't seen it? No. 
Oh, I got I to gotta see if I can find it on YouTube. There's a guy, Sean Clark, he does this show called um, Horrors oh, Hollow Ground, is. and he goes to filming locations now to see if they're still there or not. Oh, I, I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, I got to I gotta check it out. I got to look them up for you, Gore. It's funny, Sean yeah, Clark definitely. actually sits at the bar, <laughs> and he's, he's like, turn the panel. Oh. <laughs> Don't you have any Halloween spirit? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's another 80s thing you couldn't see nowadays. A doctor smoking his ass off. In a bar. <laughs> What's sad is I think this is the only movie I've really ever seen her in. Yeah, what else she done? Anybody know? She just looks really familiar like I've seen her in other movies. I just can't play some right now. I know she's in other stuff. I just don't know what she's in, which is funny because this was like the her big highlight of film, <laughs> and it was virtually unknown till recently. And Joe serious moment. I just looked it up in his book. He hates this movie for some fucking reason. He even puts it on the band. He says Halloween 3 is on the band list for not making the exact same movie as Halloween 2 and 1. Who said that? Joe Bob. <laughs> really? That's probably why Joe Bob doesn't like why everyone said. He's like, "Hey, you thought I was going to play that piece of shit?" Wow. I missed yeah. last night's episode of Joe Bob. <laughs> Oh, and uh, you know what's his name? Uh, Daniel Roebuck. What about him? You see that glow in the dark Halloween mask display right there? Uh huh. He built his own one of those. Oh. And got the three masks. <laughs> nice. So he built that thing and has it in, like, what, his home or something? Yeah. I stopped I mean, collecting. I used to collect a lot really of Halloween is. masks, but a lot of my old ones just, like, ended up dry rotting away. That's the problem with old latex masks is they really don't have a shelf life unless you have, like, a, 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 a you know, a, a area that's never moist perfect temperature year-round. It's really hard to keep those things um, from rotting away. Oh, Here's the famous see, meme look, that's on Facebook. Him with the, the fucking beer. <laughs> Stop crying. I got to go tail th- uh, attack the mask. <laughs> and I got beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go drink and fuck this woman. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, Miller Highlight. That's why he's a badass, because he drunk Miller Highlight. You don't <laughs> even see that brand anymore. Yeah, we. Um, I worked Bring at a liquor store for a I while. People, people would buy, like, fucking, like, 30 packs of that. Long <laughs> number is just falling down. <laughs> 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 and he's 
and this was a very, 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 very fast-paced movie because we're already headed into the Cochrane's own town. Yeah. Which, does anybody know what it is, the town? No, I... Santa Santamara, which is also the what? town in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah, he literally... He literally, because he wanted to do an homage to Invasion of Body Snatchers, which was one of his favorite films, so he put it in, he put the town in this movie. This yeah. town is still creepy as fuck. They did, they hardly did any um, set dressing. The only thing they put was like the silver Shermlock symbol. Everything else in the town is exactly as you see it. It's really this fucking creepy. And it's still like that, because Double it's a small in. town... You know that yeah. he had to drive past the bar. Oh, yeah. And I like how everything's Irish. It's supposed to be like an Irish town. But they said when well, they went to film in this location. Yeah. They said exactly how these people are acting, the actors in the windows. That's how it was when they showed up in this town because it's so small and isolated. They're not used to strangers or out-of-towners. So they would just, like, stare at you as you're filming. And in um, Horror's Hollow Grounds, they show, like, one of the people giving the finger saying, film this, fucker. And they don't like outsiders in that the town. Attraction. Well, that, but still, uh, to this day, people don't want outsiders there at all. And it still looks like Unless this. they bring in money. Shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, you know, small towns are like this. They're scary. They'll chase you the fuck out. I went to the... um. Amityville house in Long Island and I remember we pulled up, I got out of the car took a picture standing in front of the Amityville house and then one of the neighbors started shouting at me so I fucking took off, jumped in the car and we took that, took off like a bat out of hell because they were like, I'm calling the fucking police Yeah, because so many people want to go to that house, it probably irritates the neighbors to no end Yeah and it's all rich people. Have you ever been there? And I love how Silver yeah, Shamrock, the, that whole building, is is dominating fucking town. Yeah, and it's really sitting there. That It's really like that. That building is it's just like the biggest the thing big there. Shamrock signs are missing, and they won't say what happened to it. Probably stolen. <laughs> Some fans got it right now. Yeah, gotta love a raunchy hotel. <laughs> it's still standing too. That hotel's still there. Hey Steve, what else has she done, this actress? I don't know. Let me look it up. Yeah, you're the one with the the ability to do that. My phone sucks. It would take me like two hours to look it up. <laughs> oh, here we go. I like this guy. Oh. <laughs> 
quadruped. Look at that, the fucking that 80s jumpsuit, bodysuit. <laughs> I like that, the old you BMX. You bird, little man. <laughs> that guy was even trying to get Tom Atkins to check out his wife. He's like, what do you think? <laughs> Speaking He's of wives, there's right? Tom Atkins' wife right there. That's his real life wife at the time when they when they uh, filmed this. Uh, I got it. California Dreaming up the Academy. She was the main guy's girlfriend. Uh, Yellowbeard. Oh, that's right. Get crazy. Bullets over Broadway. Chip. I knew I saw her. Fish. <laughs> yeah, I remember her in up the Academy. She's the one that got the uh the I was it the teacher or the principal of the school in trouble because she was a minor and she was trying to have sex with him. <laughs> no, she was one of the main couple that got in trouble because they got caught screwing in the back seat of the car and then and she ended up pregnant. Yeah, but didn't she also um in up the academy? Wasn't she used to trick the uh? Yeah, I'll tickle your ass with a feather. Yeah. She's like okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's her. Okay, I, me- I do remember her from yeah. something. You ever see that one, Gore? Up the Academy? No, no, I haven't seen that one. 80s comedy, the pure gold. The only movie that Mad Magazine ever did. Yeah. I might have, though, because you know, back then I was, you know, I had HBO when I was a little kid, and I used to, I used to see all kinds of, like, you know, B-movies late at night, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Has one of my favorite lines in it, <laughs> where the kid's talking about, "Yeah, I play real, I play soccer," and the coach says, "I'm really good at it." He's like, "You're a disgrace," and he says the N word around the world. <laughs> yeah. Or my favorite from Lieberman, do you like to be tied up? Yeah. You know, in a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> so that voice you're hearing. The uh, the the um announcement over the loudspeaker to go to fuck the bed, that's Jamie Lee Curtis. That's the uh, oh, Halloween really? connection here. Yeah, they brought in Jamie Lee Curtis. If I Anytime make you hear a movie, her... I'm going to use that line and have you say it. Okay, people. <laughs> Who, me? It's nine o'clock. Go to fuck the bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's also when he picks up the phone and it's like you can't get through or whatever it is. That's all. It's all Jamie Lee Curtis. They brought her in just to do those little parts. Well, she oh, was Predator Vision. Off. She didn't get to screw uh, Tom Atkins in the fog. Yeah. She didn't have time. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like, hey, we need you in Halloween 3 with Tom Atkins. She's like, oh, do I got to fuck him again? <laughs> No, she didn't screw him in the uh, the fog. Come on, man! Yeah, just she give did. me the bottle. Just give me the bottle. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That drunk's just like, "Come on, baby, just give me the bottle." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me in about five more years. <laughs> I'll be in an alleyway sometime soon. <laughs> I don't got no diseases. You can trust me. 
as I'm hacking up half a lung. <laughs> that guy looks and sounds like uh, William Burroughs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Holy shit. <laughs> Cochran, fuck hey, Cochran, you. fuck you. And fuck your mother, too. And fuck that guy. He's just mad. <laughs> He's just mad because Cochran invented Robocop or put out Robocop. <laughs> yeah. That's what Cochran did after he escaped at the ending. Spoilers, he went to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start another company and put out Robocop. <laughs> oh, a connection I d- didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dale Hurley. He's, he, his present is more in the movies than he is, but once he's in it, goddamn. Yeah, no. He played uh, the head of uh, he played the head of uh, Cyberdyne in RoboCop one and two and three. It was Cyberdyne? No, that was uh, Terminator, wasn't it? No, that's Terminator. I forget. I just watched the goddamn movie and I got it right here. God damn it! OCP, Omni Computer Products. Cheese whiz, hell yeah! That's why. Yeah. Did you say fuck you to Mr. Cochran? <laughs> He's got a nice setup, though, for a homeless guy, like in this big trailer with lights and everything. At least they kill him, because usually when they're forcing some guy down, on their, a bump down on their knees back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're robots. They don't have penises. Well, they wanted some head anyway, I guess. <laughs> this movie did deliver on a little bit of the gore, though, that it did give you. Yeah, well, this is around the there. time when the MPAA started really cracking down on the movie. Yeah, those fuckers. Yeah, <clears throat> bastards. Yeah, no, nah, seriously, it was a scary time. It's like, anytime a movie came out with, like, a nosebleed, they were... Fucking remix! Gotta ban it! Unless it was a studio film. In the studio film, you could blow someone's head, blow a hole in someone's head and show it. Well, yeah, if it was patriotic, like a Rambo film, he could run around and shoot people all fucking day and, you know, slit throats. You know, as long as it was patriotic, but horror films? Oh, no, those are demonic. Tom Atkins' wife, everybody. Which is funny. His wife is actually talking to the woman he's banging. You're younger, prettier than me, bitch. (laughs) 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 It's a great movie to do a mystery science theater 3000. If you haven't seen Get Crazy, you need to. That one's just fucking great, isn't it? I've been crazy. You haven't seen that? The one with Malcolm McDowell's a rock star, basically 
taking place on the last night that Roxy was open? Oh, yeah. Is that the one where uh, Fear does a performance where he just runs out and jumps right yeah. into the audience? Okay, yeah, that's a great yeah, film. Fuck yeah. And uh, what's his name uh, from the Velvet Lou Reed just shows up at the ending after wandering around L.A. <laughs> throughout the whole fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's a classic. Holy shit, I haven't seen that since like, the HBO days. Oh, well, I'll goddamn song anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to see that. I know there's a scene where I saw the scene where uh, Lee Ving just jumps out and starts smashing his head into the back of the car. Yeah. And backstage, they have him, like, chained up because he's like an animal. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I got to see it, too. Yeah. And they're like, uh, I'm what sure the you can hell? Find a and they're like, oh, it's just Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was great in movies. Yeah, Fear was a great fucking band. Holy shit. Oh, definitely. <laughs> totally oh, you fucked, just got out of the shower. That totally fucked up. Uh... Well, yeah. She had in her contract, she Not couldn't show known. her nude, so that's the best we're going to get. She was very beautiful. Right, go, just go rent up the Academy. You'll get to see it all. Yeah, she was fully nude in that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here comes the pen. Ma'am, you don't have hair. Remember this line from <laughs> up the Academy? Ma'am, you don't have hair on your pussy. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. Anything Ron Lieberman says in that movie is gold. I just wish the movie was as good as he was. <laughs> oh, I love that movie though. Like every time I I saw that, that was another one I saw on um, HBO. I think it was a, like a double feature one night. They did like Valley Girl and Up the Academy on HBO, and I, I fell in love with both those movies like that night. I actually seen it in the theaters because it was a Mad Magazine movie. Uh, I was too young at the time. Had a great I soundtrack, too. too. <laughs> I mean, you know. let me see anything. <laughs> They're like, Mom, I'm going to see the Tyrion movie with full nudity. <laughs> All right. My mom knew she had screwed up when she took me to see Animal House at age seven. Whoops. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see, I, I was—I told you this story already. I, I was lucky enough that an aunt of mine worked at a local movie theater that showed, like, horror movies. They had two screens, one that showed the normal films, and the other screen always showed horror films. And my aunt, I would get in there for free. I'd go after school, I'd leave school, walk down to the theater, she'd give me some like popcorn and shit for dinner, and then I'd sit there and watch the fucking movie. So I was basically raised by horror films. This yeah. is pretty cool. I always love this part. There's not Great that much big special FX scenes in this movie, yeah, but, but when they do yeah, and it was all created by uh, John Berman, you know, from the old Berman Studios. Used to get um, special effects uh, makeup through him. 
He used to have a catalog. That was another one you could order his catalog. You could get like latex and shit. Hey, man, I love that. He's banging the shit out of her. What was that? Who cares? <laughs> this is great. And then the bug, like, this is, oh, it's gruesome. And they linger on it, which is awesome. Yeah. They didn't just, like, show it and cut away. Now, what the fuck is that? What kind of bug is that? I don't know. <laughs> Goes right into the hair. Yeah. <laughs> so it does deliver on the horror. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Foundation. <laughs> oh, that kid's naked ass. Oh, God damn. Shit. Damn. <laughs> well, well, she's like, I'm not doing nudity. Tom, he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you my big swinging. <laughs> oh, let me let me do a Caesar Caesar uh, pose here, a Roman pose. <laughs> yeah, let me go Caligula on this bitch. <laughs> yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. These androids have been programmed to take care of her. <laughs> and they... And there he is. I'm very disappointed. The Ed 2... What was it? Ed 109? <laughs> she got killed by an Ed 109. I love the side lighting on him. Every time I watch a film now, it's like I, I look at the way they do the production. Are you like that, Gore, as a filmmaker? Like every time you watch a film, you're like, oh, look at the lighting scheme on that. Look at how they did that angle. Yeah, I mean, I'm still learning because I'm pretty new to it. But, yeah, I definitely, yeah, doing it myself, like I start to – I'm like absorbing more, just like oh, they do that that way, and it's like, I I pay more attention now a little bit. Yeah. Who's don't forget SOV dot com and pick up Backyard Gore, the films of Gore. There you go. Nice little plug. Yep. If you like the no, no budget trash gore, give it a shot. Definitely. And if you don't want Gore to show up to your house with a ball bat and go, why didn't you buy my movie? <laughs> I worked at a factory very similar to this back in the uh, 90s. It looked just like this, too. You it's mean it had Stonehenge in it? Yes. You mean it had Stonehenge in it? God damn, cool. No, it why actually... didn't you steal a piece of Stonehenge, man? <laughs> no, but it did have a uh, rat. You know how many times like I'd be working and there'd be a rat on my foot that I had to kick off. Yeah, there's rats everywhere. Damn snitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking I'm about literal rats. Rat. 
Fred's Fred's smoking a joint on the job and he won't share that motherfucker. <laughs> oh well, this was the '90s, so everybody was smoking back then. Oh, then you definitely get in trouble for not passing. I didn't have to take a drug test until the 2000s. Like, oh shit! Like it was just like you know, no one cared. Guys would show up fucking stoned all the time on the job. Yeah, yeah. Nineties was a whole different animal. Yeah. Uh, at least he wasn't in the 80s. That would be cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally different vibe, the 80s and the 90s. Totally different. <laughs> Who does she look like, that actress with the short hair? God damn. Angela Lansbury? It looks like she... Yeah, that's it. Ah, you, you, you got it right. She looks like Angela Lansbury. <laughs> oh, I'm getting sucked into the film. <laughs> Sorry. I'm being too quiet here. No, That's the a problem thing. with watching like really good films like this. I start getting sucked in and I forget we're on a show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like when you say go up and huh, what? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that little kid, he admitted in an interview that he uses this film to get in the get into places for free. Like restaurants and stuff, like he doesn't pay for meals sometimes. I'll be like, oh, I was in Halloween 3. Oh, okay, here you go. <laughs> I'll do the same thing. Like, yeah, I was that kid in Halloween 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the other dump posts in the background. I never noticed that before. The old classic oh, okay. clown, the wolf man. Did you see it? Yeah. Okay, I found this, and here we go. To tell you the truth, I got real problems with Halloween 3, which is I've been thinking about for three weeks now, and trying to decide. This is Joe Bob's review. Well, they used to check it out. I don't know about you, but when I seen Halloween on the big screen, I started thinking Splatter City. When we're talking Halloween, we're talking Jamie Lee Curtis, Creepola with a butcher knife, hypodermic in the eyeball, barf on the floor, Matt Showstopper. So I had the following questions about this so-called Halloween through. Numero uno, where is Donald Pleasant? How can we have believable corpses in a Halloween flick unless Donald shows up 30 seconds after they die and says, you don't know what you're dealing with here, only I can stop him. Numero duo, where the hell is Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, she was there. Fred, explain that. And if we can't have <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis because he's mouth making indoor bull stuff somewhere, where are the little nymphos who provide the raw meat for the slasher? Numero trio, where is the slasher? 
I'm talking about the guy with white stuff smeared on his face who walks around breathing like a hemi-cuda and picking up spear guns that people have left lying in their yards. If this guy is not in the movie, I'm sorry. This is not Halloween 3. No way, Jose. This is something else. Who made Friday 13 Part 3? Those turkeys had integrity. They made the exact same movie three times, which is not easy. These Halloween jerkolas have gone Hollywood. They obviously got spoked up on cocaine, forgot their roots, and get it. This flick is not even in Haddonfield, Illinois anymore, where it belongs in some wimpola jerk town in uh, California. Okay, so what we got here, we got a direct rip-off and invasion of the body snatchers. Only instead of a town full of outer space communist zombies, this town is filled with motorized bionic dead people that the Irish maniac makes in his mask factory. Instead of Kevin Winter and Dana Winter, we got two immortal turkeys named Tom Atkins and Stacey Nickens. For the head communist, we got a guy named Dan O'Hurley. He's rigging all the Halloween masks with detonators, and this is the only good part in the movie. Every kid in America is going to get their head squished on yellow on Halloween night. And it goes on wow. in that vein. So do you think he actually hated it or was he teasing? Wow. That's, you that's epic as far as humor. like a put down. I mean, I have to totally disagree with Joe Bob on that one. I love this film. I do get that the disappointment of it being called Halloween. That was a big mistake on their behalf. I think his view would totally be different if they didn't call it Halloween. He's right on that yeah. aspect that that because it's a Halloween film, you have certain ex- expectations of gore and slashing, but they didn't give us that. So, ugh. Yeah, but that I, I more totally sums up the fans' opinion than his. Because if you notice when he starts talking about certain things in the film, he shows that he gets it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like depressing that it it has that reputation because of the title alone. Because as far as the movie itself, it's fucking great, you know. The strong mil- yeah, uh, forget, horror film. It's uh, just... Also, back then, most of us horror fans wouldn't know Nigel Neal from a fucking hole in the ground. Yeah, unless you were watching Hammer films. We found out who Nigel Neal is, and the Quartermaster films started getting seen a lot over here. We were like, oh, shit, now we can put dots together. Yeah. Like a lot of the H.D. Lewis ripoffs that we watch, we're like, well, why they made it so shitty? And then we get a hold of Blood <laughs> Feast and 2000 Maniac, and you're like, oh, goddamn, now it makes sense. Yeah. That's a dong hanging there. Oh, it's a handle. (laughs) It looks like a dong, damn it. It It's a double dong. (laughs) That's a completely different film. (laughs) Yeah, and actually, if you see him sitting there, isn't that how you feel after working in a factory for about two or three years? Yeah. The way they just stare. Yeah, I worked one almost 10 years so on an assembly line. 
you get that stare after a while because you're just standing in one station for eight hours a day. Yeah, like that one scene in Christmas Evil. Oh, God, yes. I love that film, too. Where it's just like, as the shit goes by, and that's what it was like. It was like, there goes the pieces, put them together, hand it down to the next part. Yeah, this movie's more creepy than it is, like, horrific. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it still amazes me. They didn't have to build any of these sets. It was already like this. They just showed up to the town and was like, oh, here we go. (laughs) We got it all planned out now. That's because in the book, there's a little bit more buildup. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I never read the book, so... I was lucky enough to get it back when it was cheap. There's Jamie Lee again. There's Jamie Lee. Go yeah. up this son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, now, you, now that you know that, every time you watch this, you're going to hear her voice. It's not just going to be a random yeah, voice. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> now I do. Even if it's a recognizable voice, like I'll be like, oh, it sounds familiar. Where do I know it from? But then when you tell me, I'm like, now I'm going to hear it all the time. Yeah, now you're just going to think Jamie Lee Curtis every time you hear that. Yeah. So here's the big question on a lot of the sites. Was she a robot through the whole thing? Ellie, no. The girl he just banged. That's what I'm saying. No. Like, I don't get the confusion. Everyone's like, oh, she was she a robot? You know, because it's the whole, like, what is, what is that? Um, Blade Runner effect. Is Harrison Ford an android through the whole uh, movie, you know? Is he an android? Everyone's like, oh, is she an android? No. I don't think so either. I think they just took her, got rid of her, and replaced her with an android. Because they were in the town long enough for them to see what she looked like. (laughs) All of a sudden, he's like commando. It's like, bam, hide. <laughs> yeah, yeah see, not you can tell even it was, though it looked like his drunk ass just fell in the ground. But then <laughs> Tom Atkins never gets drunk. Yeah. So right here, I mean, you can see, like, the, you know, everyone that makes the fan theory, oh, well, she and Android did the whole thing. No. She's obviously distressed. She's getting... T- Pulled away, so I could lay that uh, fan theory to rest now. If you actually paid attention to the movie, you could tell she was human up to a point. She was replaced later. Well, in the novel, they sort of say that instead of an android, she's the one of the witches. Oh, oh, there you, you're gonna have to elaborate on that. So, did she know the whole time? Yeah. They're trying to oh, find out how much they was trying to find like, out how much he knows. Oh, okay, okay. Remember, she said that she suggested to her father that they should sell the masks in the store. Right. 
All right. See, I didn't know that. See, that's another thing you learn from reading books. And reading is half the battle. Gee, I just no, nah, I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> no, nah, in the studio they decided to cut the story to the bare bones, and Nigel Neal was tough about it. He was very pissed off at uh, John Carpenter, even though it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Well, John Carpenter did the first pass of the script, and then Wallace took the John Carpenter's script and was like, nah, I'm going to scale it back even more. Okay, so there's a flaw in the right film. That window he Post that factory. W- yeah. That window he climbs through, if you ever try climbing through one of those, which I have tried to climb through one of those, you'll fall right through the glass. It's impossible to go through those windows without getting hurt. Because I grew up in an abandoned industrial park, and I used to climb into the factories all the time. One day, someone chained up one of the doors I used to get in. So I decided, yeah, I'm going to climb through this window. It's opened, and I fell right through the glass. Those things don't hold shit. Oh. Are you saying you're shit? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have some exes that could tell you that. They don't count. Exes are bitter, angry people that feel that you've wasted their lives. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> you wasted Come the on, guy of group of life. Well, it really wasn't getting that good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't waste any time jumping on the next dick you could find. Oh. <laughs> Why we're still together. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. I always think of Taurus Trap when I see this scene. I just expect her to start laughing hysterically. That's creepy as hell. Oh, yeah. You've seen that, right, Taurus Trap? I haven't seen it. No? Oh, you got to check that one out. That's a classic Chuck Connors creepola film. Yeah, I got a huge list of movies I got to see. It's on there. (laughs) It's hard. There's so many films out there. Yeah. Yeah. So did he actually feel pain? Because the expression on his face uh, screams pain as he's, like, punching through him and pulling out egg whites. I mean, uh, what is that? Um, Yolk. <laughs> egg yolks. <laughs> yeah. And what movie was that a tribute to? What, the egg yolk? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, oh. when they cut off <laughs> Yeah, when he cut off his finger yeah, the That's right blood Looks like yellow baby poop <laughs> I like how he didn't notice them Until right dead or there He's like, oh, it's you <laughs> <laughs> You're the one running around Fucking up my dolls 
I love the way he looked at the one that he killed. He's like, fucking. Yeah. From here on out, this is Daniel Hurley's movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you know Detroit has a very high crime rate? <laughs> 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 Sorry, I can't separate him from RoboCop. Mm. Sunday the thirty first. Halloween. And Halloween's on a Saturday this year. Yeah, and we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. God damn it. <laughs> And I work weekends now, so like. Hey, at least that Halloween. means we didn't get any crappy generic Hollywood sequels this year. What was that, Gordon? <laughs> your best movie of the year. I was going to say Halloween's finally on a weekend, and I I just started having to work the weekends. Oh, it sucks. Well, don't worry. And Halloween's going to have an extra day. hour this year. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, daylight savings. Yeah. <laughs> His Android sneezed. <laughs> Tom Lee Wallace. Oh, what the hell later does it sound like Star Trek? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that too. I I, I don't I didn't say anything, but I was like, why does it sound like the Star Trek uh, <laughs> doors? So here's oh, the big the plot. The menu button. Those are the major the oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, I, like an idiot, I hit the menu button by mistake. Good thing it resumed where it was. Sometimes oh, it doesn't want okay. to. Do you think if uh, any other a- actor besides O'Hurley had this big plot dump, it would have worked? No. No. Because, I mean, he actually brought in a lot of the Celtic um, mythology to this. There, I was watching the uh, making of, and he, you know, he's obviously Irish. And he brought it with him. He actually made a lot of suggestions, which helped round out the uh, story. So, no, it wouldn't have been the same, and he wouldn't have been as good. Because the one thing about him, he has that charm, which sets you off. Like, like it, it knocks you off balance, but he's evil as fuck while he's smiling at you. Anyone yeah. else would have just and played it have... as a villain. Yeah. And they cut out the best joke. He Which goes, is? And we had to take the hinges off the front door to get it in. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the book? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I guess they cut it out because they didn't want to well, joke around too much, you know? Yeah. Well, look at this. I mean, he's already won. <laughs> So of course he's gonna yeah. be like, he, 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 I won. Yeah. But I mean, there's a flaw in his plan. He's forgetting something. Time zones. Like it's supposed to be a world sacrifice. So it's only gonna happen where it's only what eight o'clock <laughs> in a certain time zone. 
What are people going to sit around for four hours? You know, are people going to be out trick or treating early or something? Yeah. But I guess the whole buildup no, is you got to be watching your TVs at this time. Yeah, it's supposed to be America only. Ah, okay. He's like, leave Ireland out of this. <laughs> well, he considered a country. If you hook that has bastardized Halloween, what do you yeah. mean? That part's left out. You know, America has ruined Halloween. And this part was supposed to take place earlier in the film, a final test, as to say. Oh, you know, okay. This is definitely when uh, it gets really cool, the way the kids die, which is kind of sinister. Like, he's actually, you know, betting on killing America's children. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna ki- I'm gonna get America. Let's kill all the kids. That's just kind of sick if you really think about it. Well, wait till I tell you what the original end card was supposed to say, which we'll get into when it at the. Uh... And this one, one of the scientists was supposed to tell him that. Okay, now sit for the TV and push play on the tape and wear the mask. <laughs> yeah, it was back in the day. That was the big thing with parents. Don't sit close to the TV. You're going to ruin your eyes. Epileptic. Watch out. But they forget, this is back in the day when TV screens were like 20 inches. That's it. <laughs> See, it's a two-part yeah, it looks like a real riding pumpkin. Him, and then the bugs and the snakes kill everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, but they look like gardener snakes. That's a rattler, okay. Oh, I love the look in his face right there. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Ugh. Oh, little side note: they, they said when they made this, those crickets that, got out of the uh, contained that room. Is that rat snake ended up crawling in her ear? Oh, looking for a warm place. <laughs> yeah. I actually had that happen to me when I was camping. I had a bug crawl into my ear, and my dad had to fish it out with tweezers. 
um, <laughs> yeah, they were saying that those crickets or the grasshoppers or whatever the fuck they were got out of the contained room, yeah. and they said they it bothered the production for the rest of the time because every time they went to film, all they heard throughout the entire studio was crickets chirping. Yeah, they get loud, especially that many. They do. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to do a lot of, like, overdubbing later. I'd be pissed if I went out for Halloween. Everyone was dressed the same as me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we didn't have that much choice, too. You either had the costumes that will set your ass on fire or the expensive rubber mask, which would get your yeah. ass beat up by the poor kids. <laughs> I guess even the filmmakers knew that because they're, like, dressing the uh, characters up, the kids up in different um, costumes. All right, put on the mask, but you're a pirate with a skull. Put on the mask, but you're a pumpkin with a witch's costume, you know? Yeah. Oh, there you go, Tom Atkins, kid. Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> That's I the poster the right there. I chose this as the advertising image. One of the kids yeah. walking down that hill. I like to know where they're trick-or-treating because it looks like it's just some dirt road in the middle of nowhere. They said Phoenix, Arizona. True. Houses are like a mile apart. (laughs) It was a hill above the city, I think. And her death was supposed to happen earlier in the film. Yeah. She was an add-on, actually, because they said... In the script, Tom Atkins keeps referring to a coroner's report. And then they realized, they were like, hey, wait a minute. We never show a fucking coroner. (laughs) So they had to go back later after they finished the film and reshoot all these scenes to cut in. Yeah. Any bit of the screwy time uh, references that come in the third act here is probably from the reshoot. They did a lot of reshoots yeah. on the third act. They're trying to give it more yeah, ending. They realized when they were making this, they had a lot of plot holes, that, so they had to like go back and add a bunch of scenes. Yeah, it's like one, and they wanted to have one slasher kill scene. Well, yeah, like, they had to do that. What, like. All those times the robots don't need something. And now he grabs a fucking drill. Yeah, so yeah, this is part of the later reshoots. That was Adrian Barbeau. Oh, that was? Yeah, they forgot to film a scene of her fiddling with the gears so they had (laughs) John Carpenter was there with his with Adrian, his wife at the time, and like, fuck, I yeah. need your hands. Okay. <laughs> that still fucks on my head. John Carpenter was married to Deborah Hill, divorced her, hooked up with Adrian Barbeau, and Deborah Hill still had to produce his movies. It's like, yeah, sure, I'll put money towards a movie no, with the girl you replaced me they with. They never were married. They never were married. I thought they were married. John Carpenter and Adrian? No. Oh, uh, Deborah Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah. But still, that's kind of a mind fuck, you know? It's like, 
It's like, sure, I'll put money towards the movie with the girl you replaced me with. No problem. That's like pimping move right there. <laughs> Not as much money as right, you probably made off of that. I want to live in this town. The biggest thing like to come small, out of this town. is uh, Universal and Compass Films sold all the rights to the Halloween franchise after they were pissed off this will bomb to Mustafa Akkad. Yeah, and then he, he brought back Michael, how like, how many up, years later? About 1989 and 91, I forget. Yeah, part four, to return to like Michael four Myers. Or five, uh, yeah, there were four or five Elm Street films out before the next Michael Myers film. Yeah, there was a long gap. Like, sort of like what we're going through right now with Friday the 13th. There's a long fucking gap going on. We haven't gotten a Friday the 13th in a long while. That's unless you didn't, you're not including, like, Never Hike Alone or Never Hike in the Snow. Yes, yeah, shameless plug for those films because I love them. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those yet, Gore? No, I haven't seen them. Oh, yeah. So this guy, he's like, uh, real quick, I'll do it real quick. But uh, there's a guy doing these fan films for Friday the 13th, and they're just as good as the Paramount films. I'll send you the links after the show. What are they called again? Never Hike Alone and Never Hike in the Snow. And disappear is like a little in between short music video that he did. So I had a cheap knockoff the match. The was skull originally one. a lot longer. Yeah. You know. But they thought it was too much plot exposition. That is a badass skull. Yeah. I love that. Oh, and <laughs> happy Halloween. Yeah. Because he really didn't explain <laughs> what the end goal was, why he was doing it, you know. Yeah. The street no, this is actually a very important scene. Even though it's just talking, yeah. like you learn that it's just going back to the original sacrifices. Now, there you go for all the fans who like miss Michael Myers. That <laughs> Instead of creating music for this scene, they're just using the TV music. Yeah. Which I forgot to mention, the soundtrack for Halloween 3 is brilliant. I actually have a vinyl copy of it. And it's it's one of my favorite, Carpenter. And who's the other one? Alan, Alan Hussworth, or Horworth, did the uh, soundtrack yeah. together. It was like a dual composer. And it's definitely almost like a synth rock version. <laughs> Not rock, but it's a synth version of everything. That's almost like a new retro wave feel to it. It's one of my favorite scores done by him. Kind of reminds me of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 when she has her hands tied behind her mask, wearing the skin mask, or behind her back with the skin mask, trying to, like, free herself. Yeah. How come there's no warning sign that he's kicked his TV screen out? I don't know. Plot. 
because <laughs> they got to keep Tom Atkins alive. <laughs> this is great when he just chucks them ass. <laughs> and how's that for a fucking throw? Just... <laughs> Perfect. They offered I him like an NBA contract after this movie. They offered him an M- NBA contract after this movie, but <laughs> Tom go. Atkins was afraid that he was uh, going to beat all of them and ruin the betting. <laughs> no, he says, Gendel oh, I can't drink anymore? Fuck played you. him off with a case of beer a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They they couldn't cover his uh, whiskey uh, and beer uh, fucking um. Wait, I'm just listening to Cochran. I just love his voice. I would hire him just to narrate my life. Yeah. Gotta think how many movies had uh, people crawling through vents. I know uh, aliens, demons. The scene with the guy with his girlfriend. Oh, they're behind us. Now they're in front of us. Brah, his girlfriend's the fucking demon. What are the yeah. The church. The church, I think, has a scene with um, them crawling through a vent. The Argento mm-hmm. film. Oh, God, I'm trying to think. He is such a polite psychopath. Yeah. Well, he's not really a psychopath. He just wants to bring his culture back of the sacrifices. It's not really about being crazy, you know? It's just he's evil. He wants to bring it back. He wants to bring Samhain back. Oh, and look, you see that guy right there? That's his first appearance. If you remember Friday Night 2, he was the guy who ate the bugs. And he was always a big bad guy. Okay, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they actually had Tom Atkins uh, running man. around the roof of this fucking factory. <laughs> he says he was out of breath. He was like, how many fucking times do I got to go up this goddamn ladder? Can <laughs> 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 we get the fucking shot right, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Oh, three more times. <laughs> Directors are sadistic sometimes. It's like they'll make people do shit over and over again just because they think it's funny. Have you ever heard about Have the wood chopping scene in Evil Dead? No. <laughs> what happened was what is- that uh, it was late at night and everyone was loopy, especially Bruce, who hadn't had about four hours sleep in a week. He said, Sam said, okay. They're, we're going to film the wolf chopping scene now, and they spent an hour just having them splitting logs. Oh, God. And then Bruce realized something. There wasn't a wood chopping scene in the script. And then he looked <laughs> over, and there was Bruce, and there was Robert and Sam just laughing at him. <laughs> well, Sam Raimi's uh, famous for torturing Bruce Campbell. Even did it to Tobey Maguire when he was doing um, Spider-Man. He was just like, he, every scene that Tobey Maguire gets hurt, it's fucking Sam Raimi hitting him in the head or throwing something at him. Yeah. I love that. He called his ex-wife. I'm not fucking drunk. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that 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 wood chopping scene they just it ended up being just like one quick chop of a log, and that's all it was. <laughs> no, that was uh, someone else, the blind guy. They didn't even use that uh, wood chopping stuff that <laughs> they did for him. Because no, I, I believe what you said, like it wasn't really in the script, but they probably just like had him chop like a thousand logs just to have a split second like chop of a log real quick. No, they didn't just the buck <laughs> with <fun>. him. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just saying, like it. They they put it in by probably mess with them even more. They're like, yeah, we we did put it in there, but it was a, it was a split second long. I mean, probably shot it for yeah. hours. <laughs> But it was the best take, Bruce. The things we'll do. <laughs> yeah. So right here, I guess she's an android. The one he rescued. Yeah. Which makes you think what happened to the real one. Is she dead? They never do say what happened to the real one. I love it. Looney Tunes. Pure Looney Tunes. Yeah. do 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 <laughs> so if she's an android How come she's not like alerting them Because But then later she's like trying said. to kill him it's, it, it's really weird Because plot And remember two different shoots Originally she wasn't supposed to be in See she isn't acting like an android there yeah. There's none of the stiffness. But it's odd because she doesn't say anything. She's just like there. And in the original shoot, all of them are supposed to be wearing druidic cult robes. They're supposed to be like a lot more of them. The whole town members. You know, that aren't the cyborgs. Yeah. Why'd they scrap that, do you know? Or they were just like, well, it's the 80s. Because we got to make it like Reagan. The, yeah, they didn't like the supernatural element coming in. Even though that's the main point of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And look at the guess, big yeah, holes in the fucking rock all of a sudden. Compared to the way it was when they showed it earlier. Now it looks... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was a different angle they did. I don't know. Guys, I'll be back in two seconds. I just got to go to the bathroom really bad. All right. Go for it. Two minutes. Tell us popcorn while he's gone. <laughs> So how does he know how to do Oh, he's just randomly hitting, okay. And I love this because this has to be the best death reaction to any villain ever. Yeah. But even in the book, they they try to make it more ambiguous. Does he kill him or does he just disappear in a poof? Oh, okay. Like how he's just watching and like, hmm, that's pretty interesting. This was supposed to be a Japanese war bath in the original script, you know. And I do love this right here. 
Yeah, him dumping the chips all over them, and they're exploding. No. No. Okay, I'm uh, back. O'Hurley's look here right. in a second. Yeah. Well, for a second, when the um, that lightning or whatever it is goes through him, it looks like Michael Myers' face for a second. It's like this weird yeah. smile. And he looks at and. Oh, his little bravo. <laughs> Fucking A, man. <laughs> that was an improv by Dan. You know. He's like, Tom Atkins, you're the bad. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, see, that face right there always creeps me out. Right before he gave him a little golf clap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like from Conquest of the Planet of the Apes That fire background yeah. well, I, mean, I love that I mean he could have been You motherfucker Or oh my god I'm gonna die yeah. Damn good work I don't know if it's here But um There's a there's a Dick Warlock uh, stunt coming up. That was an accident where he hits a telephone pole, side swipes the telephone pole. That wasn't supposed to happen. He was supposed to miss the pole, and he like accident accidentally hits a fucking telephone pole. See, look at it right now. Now she's acting like yeah. uh, the android. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. That was an accident. He wasn't supposed to even come near that pole. Oh. Goddamn Cadillacs! I can't handle their accidents. And how yeah, the they can't handle them plowed into a tree. Cadillac was in, uh, wasn't even in drive. <laughs> I love that. So and they leave it open. Right that what happened to her? It was supposed to be a nod to dead and buried. Remember when Ugh. they, uh, the sheriff found the hit arm stuck onto the bumper bumper of his car? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just like engrossed in this film. I know we're supposed to be doing podcasts, but I, I well, just like this film so much. Just like a flip. Yeah. I would have had the arm flipping the bird. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, that would have yeah. been a different. Yeah, that would have been a different film. One last little scare. <laughs> the hand. That's a fucking believe Yeah, I think. Does that arm have a battery in it? 
Ew. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the mechanics of that thing. Looks like it has like like pod people fucking uh, things sticking out of the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they actually they really milked that <laughs> the Android attack. <laughs> I like how he's like, fuck going back for her. I got I to gotta stop the uh, show. Yeah. And he ends up in the same camp state as the first of the movie. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it's like the, the beginning of the film. He's right back. He's doing exactly what the other guy did. Run in panic. <laughs> Here's the uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers They're here They're here (laughs) I love that you see Candy on the hubcap Yeah Well it is a uh, gas station So (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) cool I know, it's just a beautiful touch. Nobody wants to hear it. They're like, whatever, crazy guy. Yeah, sure, yeah, everyone's going to die, yeah. And it's on all three stations, too. Okay, we're getting to the part where they were supposed to have that, and it would have really clarified the ending. I'll say it as soon as where it's supposed to happen is supposed to show up. Stop it! <laughs> the streets ran red with blood and their mother's tears. Over oh, 100,000 children book. were killed that night. No one goes home tonight. Happy Halloween. Yeah. yeah, see, it had such a nihilistic ending. Uh, Universal was just like, yeah, we're not going to support this film. And they actually left it up to the director. They actually talked to him. They were like, look, you could change the ending. Can you give it a positive ending? And he's just like, meh, no, leave it as is. So they were like, all right, fuck you and fuck your movie. And a lot of people were pissed off that it didn't have an ending, but really... We just put out that title card that read that. How much would that have been as an ending? Would that really have clarified? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm happy with the ending they gave it because it leaves it up to you whether you want to say that it, you know, happened or didn't happen. Did they turn it off in time? I don't know. But I like your ending where it's like the streets ran red with blood and the tears of the mom. That's really cool. Actually, I would have preferred that. I would have liked if they added that on. Yeah. Originally, O'Hurley was supposed to say that. Imagine him saying. 
I mean, I usually don't like endings where they leave you hanging, but that's the best kind right there. Yeah. Exactly, because then it's up to you. I mean, pretty much know what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, you can interpret it. We really can't understate how pissed off the 80s dumbass fans were that they didn't make the exact same movie. If you look at a lot of Slasher sequels, that's what they fucking did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to, I mean, they, the, the, the movie, the filmmakers did it to themselves. They, they literally burned up Michael Myers. They, they left it to where there wasn't really any place to go with it on purpose because they didn't really want another Michael film. And then of course they had to come back with, well, he, you know, he got, he, he got a third degree burn. He's fine. Him and uh, Dr. Loomis. Yeah, they're fine. So it was a far stretch to bring them back. Yeah. Copyright 1982. Wow. Yeah, but they came out pretty quick. It was like uh, 78 Halloween, 80 Halloween yeah. 2. And then, and then 1982, this one, yeah. All right. Uh, so my final thought is this movie's excellent. If you're looking for sci-fi horror, and it it didn't deserve the hate that it gets. Sorry. Sorry, Joe Bob, but this movie's great. The only thing this suffers from is sharing a title with the Slasher series, and that's it. Other than that, it's a solid fucking movie. Yeah, I agree. Like when, I, when I was 12, I didn't know any better. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree, Gore. Like, first time viewing, it's like, wait, this ain't Halloween. But then when you watch it on yeah. its own, it's excellent. Yeah, I got over it. I mean, some people haven't. Some people are still like, uh, there's no Michael Myers in there. The hell with that movie. Yeah, and Tom Atkins goes and fucks their mothers every time they say that. Yeah, well, I love seeing <laughs> that picture. It's funny. Yeah, you're breaking up there a bit, uh, Steve. Sound like you're in a tin box. Oh, can you hear me you're now? You're breaking up yeah. bad. Yes, now we hear you. Well, I mean, Friday the 13th, like, Friday the 13th, part six. Who directed that? Part two? Steve Miner. Six. Right? Yeah. Six. Yeah, two, Steve Miner. Four, Joseph Cito. Five, Danny Steinman. Six. Tom McLaughlin. Tom McLaughlin. Yeah, Tom McLaughlin. Now tell me, who directed yeah. Halloween 4, 5, and 6? 
Damn, I don't remember. <laughs> All right. The directors were invisible on those movies. There was no Osborne on them. Does that make any sense? Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you, Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not hearing that good either. You're coming no, in really bad. Sorry. Yeah. There were no directors focused in the Halloween films. It was all about Michael Myers first, but the director. And in the Friday the 13th film, it was the director. Yeah. Yeah. She was, yeah. Right, yeah right okay. Well, who directed which movie? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Halloween 3 has John Carpenter written all over it because of Dean Cundy. So it's actually the cinematographer really shaped this film, the look of it, and the feel of it. And Nigel Neal with the plot, and Tommy Lee Wallace, who was good to use like a John Carpenter light in all of his films he directed. Sorry if it's an insult to him, but. Well, so what's your thought on this one, Steve? Came out, but like I said, I never had people around telling me why I should hate it. I was always a solo, solo flying eagle. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it was like you know in school people put it down, but I always liked it. And then you know I want a couple people over talking about it. Like, no, 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 but you got to understand, it's, it's he's on the witch. It's not Michael Myers. And they were just like, but that's why I didn't like it. Like, okay, if, 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 if there was no Michael Myers film, what do you think of the movie? Oh, it's okay. Voila, there you go. <laughs> so that, that argument, you know. I mean, yeah, if you want to say, well, I didn't like the plot, I didn't like. But if your argument for hating this is it didn't have Michael Myers, then shut up. You know? Yeah. Wasn't supposed to be that. It's yeah. a different movie. And I would have loved to have seen that idea. John Carpenter giving a director to do the shot during their own Halloween set horror film every year. That could have been interesting as shit. Yeah, different uh, themes on Halloween, yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. people are slow. They didn't get that. So. Yeah. Well, plus it's it was just the imagine Gore. So he'd come to you and said, "Okay, Gore, here's ten million dollars. Make me a Halloween theme horror film." He wouldn't have to give me that much. <laughs> but, yeah. Yes, Damn, I, would. I, I would take the opportunity. I'm There's not gonna lie. Yeah, that's where you. That's where you cheat. Don't brag about that. Every one of uh, Backyard Gore's movies were shot for over a million dollars, and he still didn't have enough money. Mm. You're reading the rule, Gore. Once you brag that you can pull in a movie for 30 cents, that's what they'll give you. Oh, I know. That's why, but I don't see myself uh, in the big leagues anytime soon. But crazier things are happening. Hey, you don't want to. Who knows? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's nice to have the money to do these films, but at the same time, you're answering the people that don't share your vision. Oh, yeah, like, you got to deal with all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I had an experience, like, I had an experience where I was trying to make movies, and I actually met with some investors, and they started throwing in ideas. Like, it was supposed to be a Jersey Devil film, because, you know, I'm in here in New Jersey. And then all of a sudden, I met with investors, and they're like, well, can you put, like, a, you know, a guy in there that's an Indian and call him Lenape? And I was like, well, that's the name of a tribe. It wouldn't make sense to call it what? the fuck are you talking about you know and then they start coming up with all these half boggled ideas you know it's like yeah and then they i was originally supposed to just do the effect because at the time i was doing a lot of mass making and latex work and i was brought in then all of a sudden they were like well we don't have a script i was like all right I'll, i'll write a layout and present it to you you know and i of course i based it on the effects i could do so I presented, they were like, oh, that's nice, but then you got to do this. Can I throw my cousin in there? Can I? And I was just like, oh, go fuck yourself. And then it finally fell apart because, you know, we just didn't see eye to eye on how to do this film. So, always have, so like investors, it's a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, I can imagine. Hey, oh, hold on. What was that, girl? I'm trying to bang over here. Go ahead. You were saying, Gore? No, I was just saying that what you said about investors, I said, yeah, I, I can only imagine. Yeah, it's, it's a horror show. It's a total fucking horror show. Especially when they're trying, they're like, well, I put the money in, so I get to call the shots. That's not how this yeah, works, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. People start so, on their bounds. Exactly. That's why you got to have um, a clause saying, Creative control, you know? Give me the money. I have creative control, and that's how it is. Always get it down in writing. I found that one out early. That's what I love about doing no budget. Like, I don't have to answer to these people. I I do what I want when I want. Exactly. That's another reason why the third act is this. Halloween 3, as great as it is, up. It's the universal. We don't need all this blood, but it explains everything. People won't care. Let's show them some cool effect shots. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. All right. So what's up next, uh, Steve? What's the next film you're doing? Next is tomorrow. It's me and Big Love, and we're going to be doing you. Science fiction horror film from the early 90s. And on Wednesday, me and they are going to be doing the WNUF Halloween special. But Chris Lamartino? Nice. Sounds like you got a full week ahead of you. Oh, yeah. And on Thursday, I'm doing radio ads. Why? Because that was one of the cooler things that are missing from nowadays. Not around your radio and hearing this small 30 to 60 second freaky ad that would just tell you a whole room. (laughs) (sighs) And Friday, we got something too. 
episode, and Saturday in the finale will be me and Tony Boundary. <laughs> Joe Dorsey on Halloween. There you go. That's a way to end it. Yeah. And don't worry, Halloween isn't called off. We're just standing home and watching the scary movies. And it means you don't have to share the candy this year. Just five big bags of it and say, well, well, fucker can't come out, so it's all mine now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this year's Halloween costume uh, advice is get a Russian gas mask and you'll be good. And if you're a female, rushing gas mask and freezing on your age. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my doctor gore Unless off you're a guy who likes to wear a mask and then freedom too. What was that about Dr. Gore? You're going to put your Dr. Gore mask on? <laughs> my Dr. Gore outfit, but one that doesn't fall apart, like the one that's in my profile picture. Like right. the piece snapped off, like the mask was flimsy. Price was right, but uh, I just got to get a, a stronger one, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go to a cemetery and chill out. Is it true that the reason it got ripped off is Mrs. Gore liked it so much and uh, Dr. Gore costume that she got carried away? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds like you got a busy week ahead of you, Steve. I know, ain't it fun? Good night, everybody, and happy Halloween week. And Paul on six Tuesday, God's sake. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.